The Cincinnati Bengals are cruising into the bye week after a double-digit victory over the Carolina Panthers. Let's talk about it. What it do is the 513 with your boy J.E. on the Winston Podcast. I hope everybody's having a phenomenal Monday and uh, getting ready to have a killer week. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals absolutely dog-walked the Carolina Panthers. And I know the Panthers are not a good team. They're 2-7, and 0-4 oh on the road. But they were a team that had showed fight throughout this season. They beat the Buc- they beat the Buccaneers, which we you know the Buccaneers right now are leading the NFC South, but that doesn't say too much because NFC South NFC South is a mess. But nonetheless, um, we they they dog walked the Panthers. Panthers lost, uh, beat the Bucks. They lost to the Falcons last week, but they played a really good game against the Falcons. And uh, they had a Hail Mary to DJ Moore that was incredible and should have won them the game had it not been for a penalty that he took his helmet off on the field and they penalized him and the kick was missed. So the Panthers are a team that um, have been struggling, fired their coach, right? But nonetheless, a team in the NFL that has been fighting, right? And any, any given Sunday in the NFL, they could have very well came in here and played very well here on the road. Uh, but the truth is the Bengals were the better team today. They showed up. They were aggressive. They scored fast. They kept the pressure on the uh, on the Panthers. And quite frankly, from the jump, from the first quarter of this game, it felt like the game was out of reach for the Panthers to me. Um, Panthers ended up scoring 21. Bengals scored 42 points. Bengals scored 35 points in the first half. And then Joe Burrow actually sat out in the third quarter for most of the third quarter. Um, so, I mean, when you talk about the perfect game to go into the bye week or to have a perfect game to go into the bye week, the perfect scenario, this is it, man. Going to the bye week riding high. A lot of people are going to try to discredit this victory, devalue it, say that it doesn't matter because it's the Carolina Panthers. But the truth is winning in the NFL is tough. And, you know, just as much as we're sitting here saying that the Panthers probably weren't a good team, um, the Bengals have lost to some teams that probably weren't good teams. For one, the Steelers, right? So it really is any given Sunday. So when you look at the passing stats, Carolina, you know, Carolina's passing was was very mediocre on the day. P.J. Walker was the starter. Uh, he played for the first half. I think he played the entire first half. He was 3 of 10 for 9 yards, 2 interceptions, and a 2.6 QBR. I'll say it again. 3 of 10, 9 yards, 2 interceptions, and a 2.6 QBR rating. The Bengals' defense, right, despite not getting any damn sacks, right, they didn't get any sacks. They did have them in the, like, close to getting a sack one time. He's been out of it. Phenomenal athlete P.J. Walker is. But um, 
the defense for the, the Bengals absolutely balled out early in the game and shut them down, much like they've been doing this entire season, right? They played very well at the beginning of the game. Uh, they absolutely made P.J. Walker look like he was an XFL player coming up to the NFL, which ironically he was an XFL player who played very well at that level. Uh, but the Bengals absolutely shut him down. And uh, quite frankly, they did him so bad that, you know, he got benched and Baker Mayfield comes, comes into the game. Baker goes against the backups of the Bengals. And um, there were some starters out there in the field, so I'm not going to completely take away what Baker did. But let's be real. It was garbage time, right? He, he, they scored seven points in the third quarter, uh, and they scored 14 points in the fourth when really it was garbage time. And the Bengals absolutely let up on the pedal, on the gas pedal. The Bengals could have scored 60 in this game uh, the way it was going. Um, Baker went 14 for 20. Had 155 yards, two touchdowns. He almost had a pick to Trey Hendrickson, but he ended up with zero interceptions. Joe Mixon actually was giving Trey a butterfinger because he had dropped that ball and it was right to him. And uh, Baker finished with an 83.2 QBR. So Baker came into the game and did okay. He did okay for sure. Um, he wasn't he wasn't bad by any means, but also as well too. It's tough to really judge Baker. Coming into the game, playing against a you know a team that is just keep it frank, handily beating the Panthers, and um, just just didn't feel like there was ever a point in the game to where it was close or that they were threatened by what Baker was doing. In fact, they probably were like, "Hey, let's get the hell out of here and let's make sure we stay healthy." <laughs> by the time Baker got into the game, so. Uh, he had a little success, and he had a he had a touchdown that I'll show here, just for talking about CTB uh, purposes. But um, nonetheless, I thought it was a really I thought it was a really solid performance for him if he's trying to earn a starting job back. Um, PJ Walker did not look good against us, and uh, I mean, hey, if you're the Panthers, right, you're probably tanking anyway, but. Baker probably gives you a little bit better chance if he's playing like that. I did hear that P.J. Walker's going to start again. Um, so it, there, it's a whole lot of mess down there in Carolina, and hopefully they can get it together. But as for Cincinnati, when you look at the passing, um, when you look at the passing stats, Joel Burrow was 22 of 28, 206 yards through the air, one touchdown through the air, one on the ground. He got sacked one time for five yards, and he had 81.7 QBR. Joe, Joe Burrow has been efficient, really good, not turning the ball over. And that's the kind of play you want to see for Joe Burrow. Yeah, it's not 400 yards, six touchdowns, you know, something you know crazy like that. But really the game of football isn't about, you know, the stats are cool, but the truth is you just want to win. Right. You just want to at the end of the day, when you walk off that field, you want to say, hey, did we get the L or did we get a W? And uh, Joe Burrow and his team were able to say they got the, the W and Joe Burrow 100 percent was a part of that win and, and was a big part of it because he was efficient, didn't turn the ball over. And uh, quite frankly, he really could have had three touchdowns. The one touchdown to Tyler Boyd that somehow wasn't a touchdown. <laughs> And then, you know, the touchdown, I think, I don't know if it was Trent Taylor or Trent Irwin that he hit as well, too, that they didn't call a touchdown that I thought was questionable. So 
Really good performance from Joe Burrow. Um, when you look at the rushing, we know who the star of the game was for the Bengals. It was Joe Mixon, a guy who they said was washed, a guy who they said, hey, he ain't living up to his contract right now, a guy who they said, let's get rid of him, a guy who they said, what's he doing? Joe Mixon absolutely balled out and shut the haters up. 22 carries, 153 yards on the ground, four touchdowns, and one receiving touchdown. Um, and on the receiving touchdown, it was a beautiful play because Joe, Joe Burrow rolled, scrambles out the pocket, he breaks the pocket. Mixon's running really the opposite direction of where Joe's scrambling. He sees Joe scrambling, scramble drill. He pivots, comes back towards the way Joe's scrambling, and Joe's able to hit him uh, on in the back corner of the end zone. So really good play there by, by Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon, but just an awesome, awesome day for Joe Mixon, man. I'm so happy for him and what he did. Uh, Cincinnati receiving, uh, T. Higgins led the way with 60 yards on seven catches. Joe Mixon right behind him, four targets, 58 yards. Tyler Boyd, five targets, 44 yards. Hayden Hurst had five catches for 35 yards. And then they sprinkled in Trent Irwin and Trenton Taylor there, uh, who actually they, – they, they made great contributions to the game. And I think when you're talking about the wide receiver four position for Cincinnati, it has been such a topic of a discussion because Mike Thomas – was kind of playing that role, and he had been getting some opportunities there over the last couple of weeks. And quite frankly, I just don't think, you know, Mike Thomas specifically is the best wide receiver for for passing uh, targets, right? Maybe he's a great he's a great special teams guy. He's a great blocker. He's a great locker room guy. But when you're talking about in the clutch of games and needing someone to make a play – I don't know if Mike Thomas will get the job done. And I, and I hate to say that because it's not personally about Mike Thomas, but you want him to be able to answer the bell when his numbers call. You know what I'm saying? So the game overall was great, man. I, I thought the offense played well for the Bengals. I thought the defense played phenomenal. Jesse Bates had a pick. Jermaine Pratt had a pick. Um, and I, I just thought the defense played really good, man. The, the, they didn't have a rusher, I don't think, over 26 yards a single rusher. So they had a bunch of different rushers in the game, but they really contained everybody and they played a lights out game on defense and didn't surrender any points until the second half. And by that point, the, uh, by that point, really the starter, most of the starters were out of the game. So, you know, when you, when you look at how they performed, I think you really have to say that 21 points that they scored on us in the second half, it was garbage time, man. <laughs> this defense showed up, and they played lights out. They played absolute lights out. The linebackers were firing on all cylinders. Um, Logan Wilson had four tackles, uh, and then we got Jermaine Pratt with the interception, but really – when you talk about the front seven and how they played in that game, the front seven being D-line and linebackers, they absolutely showed up. And it was awesome to see them play together as a unit and uh, really shut down that Carolina run because that was something coming into this game that I was a little concerned about. But, look, it, it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't get going. And the Bengals shut that down, so that was awesome to see. Um, speaking of defense – 
I wanted to, to really just take a look and, and uh, look at CTB, right? CTB, as we know, was thrust into the, the CB2 spot. Eli Apple had a hamstring issue, and, and CTB got to start with uh, a woozie. Unfortunately, woozie has got the ACL. He's out for the season. Um, but CTB has been getting some valuable reps. And um, I say valuable reps because with time, only with time and live reps can you truly get better and build confidence and uh, understand how to make certain plays or be certain places. And this is what we're seeing from CTP. Maybe he hasn't been a shutdown corner like Sauce Gardner is to start, right? But CTP nonetheless is a, is a good corner. And uh, it's going to take him having some, you know, having some more opportunities, getting some more reps here to be an elite corner in the league. And uh, right now he's young. He's a rookie. So he's making rookie mistakes. And, um, you know, being a rookie in the NFL, you're going to have growing pains. And he didn't have a he didn't have a preseason. He didn't have really he really didn't get a chance to to, to have a camp. And uh, right now he's getting his live reps, and I think it's awesome because CTB is not a guy that we're only looking at for this year. He's a guy that Bengals have to count on for the future, and that's why the opportunities for him right now and the stretch that we're on um, is a really good opportunity. Browns last week. Panthers this week, Steelers next week, uh, Steelers after the bye. Uh, this is exactly the kind of reps you want him to get before he plays teams like the Bills or the Chiefs. So he can get himself together and get right, right, and, and learn, you know, kind of learn the game on the fly, uh, but also as well to get some reps in situations to where it may not be one of the best pass teams in the league, right? So uh, on this rep in fourth fourth quarter, of course, it's garbage time, like I mentioned before, but you got CTB masked up against Terrence Marshall at the top. If I'm not mistaken, I think Terrence Marshall might be around 6'2", 6'3", so he might be a little bit taller than CTB. Um, the Bengals are in a two-high show right here. Got got our guy Alan George down here <laughs> masked up at, at corner against DJ Moore. He didn't get attacked, but uh, Alan George looks like a natural out there, man. I'm glad he got the opportunity, and I'm glad he got brought up. But let's look at CTB, right? He's up here. Uh, I wouldn't say on an island, but it looks like he might be impressed man technique. I'm not quite sure. You know, we're not quite sure before the snap uh, because we've got the too high shell, which indicates he could have help over here. Um, he could. We don't, we don't know yet until the ball is snapped, right? Um, so Panther snapped the ball. Looks like CTB wants to squeeze him to the outside. He gives he tries to give him an outside release and squeeze him to the sideline. He does have, I don't know if he has help because this safety looks like he's floating inside, and this safety looks like he's floating over here. Uh, so it doesn't look like he has help. So he might be on the island by himself. And he is by himself, right? So he he, he opens his hip. He tries to squeeze him to the sideline. Terrence Marshall is who we're talking about when I say him. And then CTB and Terrence Marshall just one-on-one, right? At the catch point, CTB really is in great position. He might be a little bit too far on top of the route, just a little bit too far on top of the route, which is why we see him get dunked on right here by Terrence Marshall. But really, um, CTB – Really, CTB could make this play, man, honestly. 
if he's just maybe maybe he's out of there a little bit too quick because he's worried about, worried about getting beat, right? He sees the ball. He sees it. Now go up and try to make a play, right? Now, Terrence Marshall, you got to give him credit. He makes one hell of a catch right here. Uh, and I and I think CTB, CTB is just a little bit out of position. Um, so, I mean, CTB is a great corner, man. He's got a lot to learn. He's a young guy. Um, you know, he's going to do great for this team. I think he's got all the tangibles that you look for in a player. And uh, quite frankly, look, uh, he, he's got some growing pains. He's got to learn. And uh, you're not going to learn sitting on the sideline and not getting reps. So this is a valuable opportunity for him. Um, the bye week is is ahead. We got a week off uh, next next week, so uh, get out there, spend some time with the family, watch some football if you get the opportunity. And after the bye week, the Bengals will be playing the Steelers. Right? They got to focus on getting healthy. They'll potentially be getting BJ Reader back. Uh, potentially Jamar Chase. I don't want them to rush him back, but potentially Jamar Chase for the Steelers game. Hopefully they hold him out a little bit longer just so he can fully heal. But I think he's Wolverine. He might be supernatural, and uh, that's why he could probably come back sooner than anybody else may be able to. But, you know, let's you know let's give him some rest. Let's get him back for the big games, Bills, Chiefs, Titans, right, and get him some rest. But uh, that'll be the focus this bye week for the Bengals. This win for the Bengals was so, so important. No matter who you play in the NFL, every single week is a – it's really any given Sunday. Right? I don't, I don't want to make it too complicated. It's any given Sunday, and I say this over and over again, any team can be beat by any team on any given day. It's just about who shows up that day, who's executing, who's making the plays and the numbers call, and finishing and executing. The Bengals showed up. They dominated. They got the win going into the bye week. And uh, quite frankly, it's super important. You don't want to go into the bye week on a loss, and you need to keep track with – you need to try to keep pace with the Baltimore Ravens. They win again on Monday night. So the Bengals are right behind them, but this race is going to be tough in the AFC. It's going to be tough. Not to mention all the teams that are in the Hunter wildcard teams all won this week. (laughs) So – that doesn't help the Bengals at all. So it's an important win to keep pace with the playoff teams. It's an important win to get morale going and go on a run after this bye week. And the truth is, people, the Bengals cruising into the bye week is awesome. But if the Bengals can run the rock like they ran the rock against the Carolina Panthers, Go ahead and book your tickets to Arizona because they will be going back to the Super Bowl if they can do what they did today, especially when they get Jamar Chase back. So, hooray, it's your boy J.E. coming to you live from my studio in my house on the Winsnetty Podcast. Have a great week, and I'll catch you next week.